You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. So is that the secret as yes. to why you added that? Yes, my secret has been discovered. Well, see, now I feel like I need to have no, one. No, you can't. It's too late. It's already out of the bag. I, I already have... I've been doing it for years. Uh-huh. So now that it's been discovered, it's all right because I was, you know, before everybody knew what I was doing. Yeah, but now that they... No, but now that that's what's going on, now I feel like I need to have one. I should start doing that. I'm going to change my name to it. Mm. Uh, but I don't know what to add. No, I don't think that that works. With your last name in particular, I think that it's so definitive that nothing's going to make you seem smarter. <laughs> Well, I guess that's a compliment. I'm not really sure what that was. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and you can tune into that. There's a subscription, $6.99 a month to hear that part. Or you can, of course, always listen to us via podcast. I know we have a we have a, a sizable new amount of podcast listeners, and thank you so much for tuning in yes. wherever you are listening from. We are so grateful. We work very hard at this, and we're so excited to have have you become part of our family? Yes. Yeah. Well, now it sounds creepy. I know. So just I'm just. I have the creep factor on today. You really do. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's entirely true. Which will be heard later on. <laughs> yes, that is that is that is absolutely true. Um, but we have. Uh, an amazing show lined up for you today because, of course, Bridgetown Comedy Festival is this week here in Portland. You can find out all the details at bridgetowncomedy.com. And um, we are going to be joined in just a little bit by Barbara Holm and Whitney Street. Indeed. Uh, Barbara, for those of you who are fans of the show, was one of the, I think on the first Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, she was uh, one of the comedians we had on there. She was. She yep. was indeed, yep. yeah. And Whitney is extremely funny. She is awesome. So both of them uh, came in here or are going to be coming in here in just a little bit. And then we have something also very special that we're going to be playing. Which we didn't want to say what it was in case, you know, just yeah, in case we didn't want to jinx wood. ourselves. Yeah. yeah, you always knock on wood for these things because especially with phone interviews. But Sarah and I interviewed via phone the one and only Emo Phillips. The Emo Phillips. The Emo Phillips, who is also going to be at Bridgetown this week, and he called in, and it was awesome, and uh, we got to talk to him, so we're going to play that interview a little bit later here in the podcast as well. It's a, it's an action-packed show. It is. Act- it's going to be an action-packed week. It really is, and I like it. I, I got a lot of sleep last night. Like I, I stayed home, and I got all my stuff, like cleaned my apartment, got all my all my ducks in a row, because yep. I knew that this week is going to be absolutely nonstop. It's true. Mm-hmm. It is going to be that. So it is so much fun, uh, Bridgetown comedy. Right, but real quick, though, what we were talking about the beginning, and this is an article that Sarah posted earlier today. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you are Sarah X. Dillon. I am Sarah X. Dillon. And this article you posted about how it's apparently the newest uh, the the newest rage is to give yourself, use your middle initial or assign a middle or initial. Or use a middle initial in order to make yourself appear smarter. Yes. Now, as I've said before, Greg, and you know this about me, I don't, I don't say a lot of untruths, and I have never ever claimed to be book smart. <laughs> we know about this. I have never claimed to be very intelligent. You know, uh, you can hold a gun to my head. I've said this before, and I probably couldn't place exactly where all the 50 states are. Like, there's just some things that I'm just not that smart about. Well, there, I believe there's a lot of people like that. I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a geography uh, kind of guy, mm-hmm. so that would work for me. But you can also say all of the names of the presidents in order, and I can't do that. Yes. I cannot do that. Well, I know, but I've, I've, like, I've never been like, hi, my name's Sarah X. Dillon, and I'm the smart. Like, I've never, that's never really well, been my thing. If you said it like that, no, that yes. wouldn't be the way to do it. Right <laughs> However, an article came out today, and it's now calling me out, gosh darn it, because I don't want people to know that I actually secretly did this. But yes, a study has come out, Greg, and it does say that in order to appear smarter, you can use a middle initial in your name, and therefore people, for some reason, 
uh, assume that you're more intelligent if you use your initial. So this was a study that came out? This is a study that came out. And people assigned more intelligence to people who... So it was uh, multiple studies. So there's one uh, that was in the University of Limerick in Ireland and Southampton in the United Kingdom. Uh, they both say that initials... I know, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they both say that the initials give uh, someone's intellectual appearance a boost. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so I need to... All right, my, my real middle initial, I don't know if that would work, though. I don't know if it's going to sound smart enough. Because so, I've got a couple of different options here I could go with. If, if a rebranding, if I were to rebrand myself. I would say it goes Greg Nibbler John right is now. saying, don't worry, sir. We never assumed that you were smart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I could go with, do you know what my middle, middle name is? Uh, you have two first names, I remember. Well, yeah, it's a it's middle Gre- name. Usually Gregory Bryan. Oh, damn, you did know. Okay. Yeah. So I could go with Greg B. Nibbler. Greg- B. Nibbler. That's kind of that kind of works. That doesn't sound no. no. I think that this would be a part in the poll that does not make you sound Greg smarter. B Nibbler. Hi, my name is Greg. Maybe if you said Gregory B Nibbler. Uh, see, but I don't want to be Nibbler a Gregory. Nibbler is such like I'm sorry, but it's like such a happy, silly sounding name. Like I don't think anything, yeah. any amount of middle initials are going to take away from Nibbler. Which it is my real last name, by the way. That is not a made up last name. One mm-hmm. uh, B in in the last name. Um, okay, well, see, but going as a Gregory, there's a there's a big divide in the world of Gregs. Okay, so here's the divide. There's there's three different forms of Gregs. Oh God, is this going to be the two G Greg? Uh, like this there's, is your thing again. There's okay. the ones that go of, as Greg and just with one G at the last at the at the end, which is how it's supposed to be. There's also Gregories who I'm a Gregory. No, sometimes no, that's, no, my name is Gregory. And some of them that's okay, but a lot of the times they'll they'll use the Gregory. And, and what's try to your number one peeve? Gregs who add an extra G on the end of Greg. Greg. Those, those, uh, yeah, the two, two G Gregs that, um, I don't know. I'm just sorry. It just doesn't work. You're adding, you're adding something that's not there. That's not how the name is spelled. The name is spelled. If you're doing maybe their given name had two G's. Well, if that's the case, then okay. The 1% that that's where the case is. But I think in general, the two G Gregs, you know, and regular Gregs, there's, there's a bit of a divide there, you know, and all Gregs are friends. To the mo- for the most part, although I will say this, I do uh, have one of my side jobs. I work with a guy who is a who is a Gregory, and when I introdu- oh. was introduced to him, I was like, "Oh yeah, well my name's Greg too." He's like, "Oh yeah, well my name's Gregory." I'm like, "Oh, oh, all okay. right, all right." Yeah, and that's exactly what he said too. Because I was like, "Oh nice," oh uh, you know, just kind of joking. How like, did you say it? Where he's like, "Well, my name's Gregory too." No, I was just like, "Because you're Gregory, right?" Uh, well, yeah, full Your name is Gregory. Name, yeah. yeah, full name is Gregory. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I'm a Greg, too. Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm a Gregory. Like, oh, all right. All okay. right, dude. Du- duly noted. <laughs> duly noted, Gregory. Gregory. Gregorious. Yes, Gregorious, that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about a GB Nibbler? GB Nibbler. I think until you get rid of the Nibbler, no amount of initials is going to make you seem smart. Oh. I'm just sorry. I don't hear. See, like Professor. You know what? If you were in one of my world of crazy stories, and uh-huh. I had somebody came named like Professor Nibbler, it yep. would make me laugh. Uh, by the way, uh, my <laughs> uncle is a professor, so <laughs> a Rhodes Scholar funny, professor. Exactly. And I'm not saying that you aren't smart. You're one of the smartest people I know. However, your your name doesn't make you sound very smart. God damn it! Cursed with that. It, it's true. It's the Nibbler curse. All right. Well, I guess I'll just stick with Greg Nibbler for now. Now it sounds so boring. It does. Uh, yeah, I'm right. sorry about that. Well. Fine. I'll have to think about this. Anyway. You should just start going by Gregory. Gregory. Well, maybe that would help me out with some things. Uh, because, all right, so here's something else I just wanted to bring up to you. Because this is this is something that it truly is starting to bother me. All right. And it's something that's kind of recent um, that I've noticed. And I've talked about it here on the show before. About how, for some reason, older ladies, and I'm saying like uh, 60 years age on, 
when I'm out in public and there's any kind of a line forming thing. Oh no, they're usually older than that. That's like seventy. Well, 80s. sixty plus. Yeah. I, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Usually older than that. They have zero respect for me. In other words, this happened again this weekend. Yes, Rodney Dangerfield, tell me about how you don't get in. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it happened to me again this weekend. So this has been, I've just noticed it so much over the last few months. I went out to the uh, Kentucky Derby this week. Well, not to the actual Derby. I didn't afford that. Um, But I went to Portland Meadows and watched it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and Sarah ended up coming out there as well. I did. I ended up meeting up after. I'm like, oh, gosh, if anyone's ever taken an OLCC class after an hours and hours long OLCC class. So then I'm like, I'm ready to go bet on horses. Right. So I came to meet up with some friends. Right. And uh, I was out there with uh, Dan and Carrie, and then um, and and their and Carrie's son and uh, Tristan came out there and all of that stuff, and it was a lot of fun. Except for the fact, so I, I did bet on a horse. I do my one bet a year where I bet uh, win, place, or show. I bet on Danza, and I won my money back. That was about it. Oh, well, uh, won my money back. Mm-hmm. But waiting in line though to get the ticket, I walked up and because uh, you have to go cash it in with one of the uh, one of the cashiers, the bookie. I don't know what they call them. Anyway, the people call that you bookie. hand the bookie. Yeah. I had to go see the bookie to get my money. Sure, and I'm walking cool. up there in line, and then clearly there's nobody else around except for this old lady, once again, walking up, sees me, <laughs> walking to the line, and I was obviously there first, clearly there first, and she just walked up and stepped right in front of me. It was to the point where there was only like three feet left between me and the actual guy, and uh, to uh, the actual stand to get my money. She walked up and cut in front of that three feet. Sure. Walked right in front of me. She knows did it again. But again, It's your what cutting is it? karma, Greg. My cutting karma? It's your cutting karma. You have bragged on the show several times about how you're just like, oh, you know how you get in line of things? Just, just, just pretend like you don't know that there are 15 people and I'm waiting behind you and just bloop, just get in and get your drink and then go. Well, I have talked about that before, but uh, well, then, but these ladies don't know that. They just look at me and they just- They do. Uh, they see With me and they're like- With wisdom, they know. Man, that guy's not going to do anything about it. And it's true, and I don't do anything about it, but uh, I just want to say that it is continuing to happen and it's starting to drive me insane. I don't know what... Because I'm never going to yell at an older lady. Well, then maybe this is your life challenge. Maybe the universe is saying, like, Greg, we're going to keep doing this to you until you have the balls to stand up to an old lady who cuts you in line. But what am I going to do, Just though? excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry. The line is behind me. That's all you need to do. Oh, that is not going to go well for me, though. I don't care. This, dude, that's a that's common human decency. Like, she shouldn't be cutting you. Just say... Um, just And be polite about it. There's no, You're not being rude. Just be... Excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry. Um, I've been waiting. The line is behind me. <sighs> What's a, there's nothing rude about that. But then I'm the guy confronting an older an old lady. It's just not going to look good. No matter what the situation is, I'm going to be wrong. Uh, Mr. Jenke's saying, oh, I listened to an old lady's podcast, and she was talking about how she sneaks into the lines and she, by looking for the smallest, squirreliest guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's some kind of secret agenda, mm-hmm. an old lady agenda. Just it's all against you, Greg. It is. It it's is. all about Greg. It is, and it's starting to drive me crazy. Mm. I'm just saying, I don't know. Maybe there's another way that I can go about it, other than like... Uh, Talking to them because I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy confronting the old ladies. You're not confronting them. You're just saying you're simply putting things back in order. Yeah. Like just because they're old doesn't mean they can cut you. If you've been waiting for, I'm sure you were waiting for quite a while. Uh. Well. Yeah. And well. No. I mean, I I just walked up there, and there wasn't much. There there was nobody else in line, and that's why it was clearly that I was there, and she cut in front of me anyway. So then at that point, what do I do? You know, that I'm either way, I'm screwed. I'm screwed in that situation because I'm going to be the guy that's confronting an old lady. And then it's going to be a whole thing. It's just not going to look well for me. So I don't know. We'll see if this happens more this weekend. Well, it seems to be happening you know, more and more frequently. So yeah. we'll yeah. good luck to you on that. Uh, it's being suggested here in the chat, in the live chat. Uh, Greg, you just need to say out loud, no, really, you go first. I have a lot more life ahead of me than you do. Uh, <laughs> I could do that. But see, again, 
Oh, I'm going to come and across nobody as a ever knows. You can't make declarative statements like that. She <laughs> well, could live to true. be like 200. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, that could be bad karma for mm, you right Exactly. Don't put that out there. No, that's entirely true. No. All right. Well, um, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, should we uh, bring on our first round of guests? Yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. So uh, I believe they have arrived. So, of course, Bridgetown Comedy Festival this weekend. Find out all the information at BridgetownComedy.com. And uh, we're going to take just a quick break. And then we are going to be joined by... Whitney Street and Barbara Holm. Yes. Two of our favorite local comedians, and uh, they're going to be in here for a few to talk about uh, things and stuff. Things and stuff and stuff and things. Yes. All all right. of, and all of the above. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio. And that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to... Well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them. And I'll see you next time. I realize the way he says that. He says after me, like he's going to do a show after that. But then there's no show, and then it's just us. Oh yeah, and then it's just we're yes. like a letdown kind of after Reese Darby. After that charming man, it's which like, how are we supposed to follow that? <laughs> yeah, that is true. He is the most charming man ever. He is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into Fun Employment Radio, and it is Bridgetown Comedy Festival week. Oh my God, it's it a holiday is awesome. in Portland or holiday week in Portland. And we are joined right now by two people who are performing about a billion times over the Bridgetown Comedy Festival weekend, which is awesome. Uh, Barbara Holm. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for coming in. <laughs> and Whitney Street. Hello, thank you. Yes, Hello. Because we've had you both on the show before, but never together. Right. We're yes. so excited. We're a dynamic duo. <laughs> are you good? Are you guys aren't like secret rivals or something where you actually like dislike each other immensely or something and along those Super lines? secret. Okay. It's so really? secret. <laughs> I didn't even know about it. That's like a secret <laughs> rival. <laughs> I have this like nemesis of hatred for you just brewing and you're just like, hi, friend. <laughs> <laughs> It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> so did you guys wake up this morning and feel like it was the first week of like summer vacation or, you know, I don't know. How does it feel to be comedians, you know, promote, uh, you know, getting ready to perform in this awesome festival? I woke up this morning throwing up. <laughs> Why? I think I'm having a stress attack. Like I was just, I've been up really, really uh, late for the past few days. Oh, so no. It was just like, I, th- I, I think... I think it's fine. My body doesn't actually feel sick, but I was just like, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what was the character on South Park who always throws up whenever he gets super excited? Oh, yeah. Was it Uh, it Kyle? Kyle Was it Stan or Kyle? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, Yeah, one of them. All right. So it was excited vomit. It wasn't like. Oh, yeah. It's it's just like I have so much to do, but it's great. I I was on the way here. Actually, when I was driving here from work, I was like, yeah, this is so Bridgetown right now. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney's also working a lot harder than I am. I'm just. I'm just having fun. <laughs> and you guys both have a lot of shows coming up this weekend. So between the two of you, it looks like you have, what, like four or five, like, oh gosh, like eight shows, eight or nine between the two oh, of yeah, you? Because you have like four or five, right? Yeah. I, have, yeah. I think I'm on if three you count right a now. Podcast. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, you're doing Mike's podcast, yeah. right? Awesome. I love Mike Kaplan. Me too. He's a good friend of ours. And oh, yeah, because Mike has an awesome show called uh, Come Hang With Me. Hang with me? Hang with me. Uh, hang out with me. Hang, hang out, out with, with me. me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was actually just text messaging him today, and then I was looking up. I'm like, oh, Barbara's doing his show. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on. So there's. Uh, so you're doing that show, and then you're also let's let's go through each of the shows that you guys are doing because it is a whole bunch of them, and I didn't quite understand. Like maybe you guys can explain what the concept is for a couple of them. Yeah. I mean, all Jane, no Dick. That one. 
pretty pretty self explanatory. Mm. The concept is to be funny for mm. most of them. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Premise. All right, that's the general premise. <laughs> yeah, because looking because you aren't performing together. But however, you guys are like on the, on the same night on Thursday. You're both performing at the Sizzle Pie stage at Eagles Lodge. Awesome. But uh, the Eagles see. Lodge is the best. I love the Eagles Lodge I, more than anything. I like, have to say that is my favorite <laughs> venue to see anything. It's so great. It's so like just ex- it's just the opposite of what you expect. That everything is great and the drinks are so cheap. Like, so cheap. Oh yeah, it's awesome. No, if there's ever like a lull between shows, we'll totally go there and get like a you know a shot for a ridiculously cheap amount of money and just yeah. sit and watch everybody you know mingle. It's great. Yeah, and if you guys haven't been to a Bridgetown Comedy Festival, a go to Bridgetown Comedy and get your tickets. But yeah, the Eagles Lodge. It is. It's an Eagles Lodge, complete with the old man who stands out there every year. Martin. Martin. <laughs> yes. Martin, Martin with his so cowboy much. hat He's and the giant wooden eagle statue, and you can buy eagles pins. I have my eagle pin that I bought yeah. from last year. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah, I love Martin, though, because he's out there, and every time, he's, like, kind of jokingly complaining about everything. Man, they got a big group coming in here later on today. <laughs> oh, boy, totally. what am I going to do with all you people? <laughs> the whole time, but he's so excited about it. He is. Yeah, yeah, you can tell he loves it. Loves, like, being uh, the old man that complains about things. It's, well, yeah, because he's awesome. the old man in charge. I mean, that is, is very exciting exactly. amongst all the kids and, yeah. and, like, the celebrities and oh, such. Oh, they're Bridgetown. They're comedy. <laughs> oh, man. All these kids making out in the bathroom. <laughs> Did you see anybody making out in the bathroom last no, year? No, that's what he said last year. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, he, he chastised us for making out in the bathroom. And he did it while I was on stage. He came and he went and he took... I was on stage and he came and he went on stage and he took the microphone and he told us not to make out in the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe this was a year before. I think this was because I remember this happening. And I remember it wasn't last because it was... It was all Jane No Dick, wasn't it, during that? I was hosting something, okay. and I was just like, well, okay, back to the comedy. <laughs> I just want to recover after that when Martin comes on stage. I don't what know. Do you do? <laughs> but there are many venues. <laughs> Few of them have Martins. Exactly. Some of them are just awesome. Yeah, so Barbara's going to be performing uh, Thursday at Eagles Lodge with Martin. Uh, Friday <laughs> with Mar- no, at the White Owl Social Club, which is actually right down the street from us. Uh, then Alhambra, which is the old Mount Tabor Theater, on Saturday. And then, so- wow, you have a bunch of stuff going on. And then Saturday, oh, two shows with Mike Kaplan, who we're actually going to be having on, I think, uh, in studio on Friday. Yeah, yeah. We're just solidifying it on on the phone on He's the interwebs. Super funny. I really enjoy his style of comedy. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. He's so smart. Mm-hmm. It's almost intimidating <laughs> having having conversations with them. Like you can see the stupid, can't you? you can <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. And then Whitney, you are going to be at the show that dare not speak its name. Now, yes. what is that? It's the uh, the queer show, the GLBT. Oh, showcase. okay. So. Why is it called that? Because yeah. that's what the love that dare not speak its name is. What they used to call it in like the twenties and thirties oh. when you couldn't talk about being gay. It was like, oh, oh it's the love that dare not speak. its I name. I swear to God, I thought so. it was Harry Potter themed. <laughs> As soon as I saw that, I'm like, because name, I'm like, it has to be like oh, some Yeah, we were supposed stuff. to have written the description. I don't know where the description got written, but yeah, it's the LGBT showcase. It's going to be really great. Like, there's James Adomian is on it, and uh, I don't remember who else is on it, but it's really it's an exciting show. Yeah, so that's happening at the Analog, which is that's a uh, fairly newer venue, isn't it? Yeah, this is the I've first ever... year we've used the Analog. For All right, and that's on Hawthorne. Yeah, it's, it's it? like just up the street from here, actually. All it's, right, it's on like the seventh on Hawthorne. Okay, and cool. there's a there's two venues in within Analog. Uh, it's believe the name of the places of Analog Cafe and then the upstairs of the Analog Theater and then downstairs we're just calling Analog Cafe. All right, cool. 
Awesome. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, so that is the Saturday. Is gorgeous. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, I can't, I'm excited theater. to see the inside oh. of it. I've just heard about it. It's like on the second floor, but it's got low ceilings like a basement. It's perfect. Oh, <laughs> perfect for show. <laughs> well, between the two of you, are, is there anybody in particular that you haven't seen before, or that you have seen before, that you're excited to see at the festival this year? Well, apart from being really excited to see Whitney Street, I'm also very excited to see Kyle Mazzono, who is, she's just so imaginative, and she always does something special and weird, and she's, uh, uh, she's a little fairy. She's a comedy fairy. (laughs) Well, how about you, Whitney? Uh, I am also very excited to see Barbara Holm (laughs) and Whitney Street. But um, I really, actually, I did not get a chance to see Reggie Watts hardly at all last year. And oh, so I yeah. am really, I am like bound and determined that I am putting myself in a position to see him perform. Like, I've seen him not at Bridgetown, but I'm really, I'm really excited about that Midnight Run show. I'm going to make all of the efforts to actually be able to see Yeah, it. so is this something like, that you have to kind of map out beforehand, like exactly who yeah. you want to see and try to space it out and be sure you can catch everything you want? Yeah, especially now that the venues are all right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good plan. To, um, you can print out maps on the Bridgetown website, and I think it's a, a good idea to plan out what you want to see and totally to make sure that like okay, I want to be like early show over at what, Hawthorne, and then I'll like make my way down and catch a couple of late shows down here by the White Owl mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, make the most of your weekend, get yeah, as much yeah, comedy get, totally, especially if you get a pass. Like if you get a pass, like make yeah, that covers yeah. the entire thing. Is right? every yeah any any show you can get into, you can get into. So like make it. Go to all of them. Mm-hmm. You know? I would suggest the pass. Yeah, that just makes it so much easier. By far. And, and then, it's cheaper, and then you, too, because then you can just go see so many more shows for like one blanket price. Yeah, totally. And you can see, and then you can change your mind at the last minute and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to see this one instead because I just watched James Adomian walk in that door. Like, is he going to the Surprise Me show? Maybe I'll go to Surprise <laughs> Me. You know? it's, it's great. That was the best selling of it, I think, is that you don't really know what to, like, you know what you want to see, but then things can surprise you. They yeah. can come up and... And that is what, that is so Bridgetown. It's so Bridgetown. It's like so, so Bridgetown. <laughs> is that like the inside lingo? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, sure. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> so the only inside lingo that I think is the is the, the drink that's called the Bridgetown, which is vodka and vitamin water. Like, oh, I was unaware what, of this. Okay. No, it's because whatever, or, or, or uh, Viso. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. I, thought, I meant Viso. I said it wrong. Viso that's is quite delicious. I remember it because they've been sponsoring us for ages. And mm-hmm. there's just Visos everywhere and free vodka. So, like, that's what you will drink. We'll, we'll bleep out vitamin water so it sounds yeah, like it's, some, yeah. some terrible brand. Like, <laughs> 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 so, during the festival, Festival, do you? Uh, I don't know if you guys drink in life. Is there is there much drinking that you have when you're performing or between perform- performances after before? I uh, I used to drink before I went on stage all the time. I, I had a hard time getting on stage without drinking, and I have found lately that I am doing better when I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. So I am not drinking. To set that for the after, yeah, after party. Okay, cool. Yeah, I. I, I I can have like one beer before I perform, but much more than that, and uh, I start to slur my words a little bit more than I, I don't know if you guys can tell. This is an audio medium, and I have a weird voice, so it's <laughs> better if you can understand me. Um, yeah, but after I perform, then I will drink and be um, in uh, unable for anyone to understand me. Unable for anyone. Anyway, words are hard. Similar like this. <laughs> I'll be similar like this now, and also later. Or two, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks are looking for you guys individually. Where can they find uh, information about shows, not just at Bridgetown, but information about you guys? Anything? Websites? Oh, uh, Twitters? Have, whatever you'd like. I have a poorly maintained website. I would recommend not going to it. Uh, Twitter's probably better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whitney's really good on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I also have a Twitter, Barbara underscore home. 
Whitney, what's your Twitter handle? Well, it's, it's just Whitney Street. Oh. Okay. Nice. Not just Whitney Street, but Whitney Street. <laughs> Whitney Street, yeah. It should be just Whitney, Whitney Street. Street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she everybody be like, oh, I want to now. Maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, immediately. I'm like, just excuse Whitney. me. <laughs> just Whitney, y'all. <laughs> well, and Barbara, you've done a lot of, I mean, I think the last time we had you on the show, you were just kind of starting into writing articles and stuff like that, but you've, you've been all over the place lately. Like on Huffington Post, I saw. Nice work. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. And um, have you seen, like, your audience, people that come out, have you seen a change or noticed any difference or, or people that, that are fans of your articles that then come see you? I have had people um, from the Mercury come out to shows because of things that I write. And uh, the, I mean, there's lots of people who don't like what I write, but the people who do like what I write in the Mercury are really wonderful people because the Mercury readers are really, really great. And I love the Portland Mercury <laughs> and Mercury. <the> Mercury. <laughs> can, I, can I have a raise, please? <laughs> Give this girl some money. <laughs> well, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. This is just from when I go and see your show or do your show. But I feel like at, at, at Eastburn, it's, it's a bunch of feminist nerds. Yeah, it's the people who feel like they read you your column and get you. You know, mm, they're like, yeah. "Yeah, no, this is what I want from comedy. I'm here for this," and it's a really nice feeling because it's it's so. It's so curated like that, but I think the I think some of it comes from people knowing you what you're come, about. You know, like, you can enjoy me if you're not a feminist nerd, but if oh, you, yeah. it, but it's recommended to be come one. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you, you just help open. To, you're like, you look how great it is to be a feminist nerd, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you too could have this much fun. <laughs> oh, it's glorious! <laughs> all right, well, you will be all about town. Just like we will be, except we won't be performing. We'll be no. watching. Yes. Hanging out. We'll be hanging out. High-fiving. High-fiving. High-fiving up a storm. too, huh? I guess I should have done that in a while. Yeah. But come to my show at Tonic on Wednesdays. So there, there yeah. 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 Yeah, what is it? This is a Wednesday. Uh, we, it's a really good. Yeah, the weekly recurring humor night. So uh, every Wednesday at 9.30. Pay what you want. And that's so, at 31st in... 31st in Sanity. Yeah. Okay, cool. Did our three-year anniversary a couple months ago. So. Oh, oh congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you do it every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. That seems like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I really love it. Well, it seems like it's paying off if you had your three-year anniversary. Yeah, totally. All right. <laughs> People should come inside. It's fun. So. All right. So find out about all the individual performers and how to get tickets and the schedule and everything at BridgetownComedy.com. Get a pass. I think that was the uh, one of the lessons we learned. I think get we a pass. all learned that lesson. It's well worth it. Because, yeah, you're right. Then you, then you go out with a group of people, oh, yeah. and if somebody does change their mind, you can just be like, eh, all right, fine. We'll come at you, and we'll go somewhere else. Yeah, we'll do something else. We'll do something mm. else. Get the pass, guys. Let's or get the pass. them loose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, be like, fine. We don't need you. You're gone. <laughs> you're no longer part of the group. These are all things that could happen. <laughs> they are. Yeah. 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 Friendships could be destroyed at Bridgetown Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely come. <laughs> Witness the destruction. <laughs> the chaos. <laughs> So bridgedowncomedy.com, check out all the shows, get your stuff there, and go see Barbara and Whitney. And one of the many different performances you guys are going to be at. Yay, come Thank see you comedy. so much for having us. Awesome, Yay. Thanks, you guys. Awesome. All right, we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah. On Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. Whitney Street, Barbara Holm, right here on Fun Employment Radio. All this weekend at yes. Bridgetown Comedy Performing Festival. about a billion different shows. Sure. That <laughs> yeah, is, there's that a is, lot. That is awesome. So good for them. And uh, 
You can find out all that info at bridgetowncomedy.com. Yes. All right. Um, I know we're going to be playing our interview with Emo Phillips here in just a few. Oh, and we, boy. We want to talk about that. Great one, too. Yeah. I'm still so excited about that. Me, too. How amazing that was. Um, but uh, before we do that, uh, we do just... I think it's important to do just a little bit of ball talk today. Okay. Just a little bit of ball it talk. Is, it is a pretty significant time in sports right now. It is, especially for Portland. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls, balls. and we'll just go straight to it. The Portland Trailblazers Ew. basketball team based here out of Portland have advanced on to the second round of the NBA playoffs despite uh, pretty much the majority of everyone nationally predicting that they would be uh, virtually swept by the Houston Rockets. Either yes. swept or maybe win one game against them. Um, the Portland Trailblazers, however, had a game six on Friday night, which if you're anywhere in Portland, you've heard about this or you've probably heard about it from other people too, but I'll, I'll explain what happened just so you know. Just so you know what everybody was so excited about. Um, it was game six. The Blazers were up three to two in the games in the series. The first one to four wins. Mm-hmm. Um, Chandler Parsons of the Houston Rockets scored a, scored a right at the very end of regulation time. With .9 seconds left, the Rockets were up two, which gives you basically a, barely enough time to throw up a shot if you can get it in. I mean, there's a million factors that that never happens that someone can make a shot. However, with .9 seconds left in the game, Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers swept around the outside, got the inbounds pass, immediately turned, jumped, shot, and nailed a three-pointer as time expired. The time expired before the ball even went through the hoop, which as long as it's out of its hands, that's fair. Mm -hmm. And uh, won the game, ended the series... Right there with that last second. So right before that, right before that happened, with 0.9 seconds left, it was 98 to yep. 96. The Blazers were had 96 points. Uh, yep. The Rockets had 98. Yep. And Damian came, got three points, 99-98. Game over, instantly done. Um, really incredible moment. Um, just in sports in general, it was pretty amazing. And especially for being a Portland fan, this is the first time Portland has uh, left the first round of the playoffs in 14 years. 14 years. That that, is, that has been so. Now, uh, Blazers moving on, taking on the San Antonio Spurs. I will say this: there's some great video out there. Actually, where we were watching it, uh, there's some video from the security cam yes. of us celebrating it. That uh, maybe we'll post that video. I think we should with, the, with this with this episode today. It's pretty fun to watch because you can see everybody's just like, "Oh man, we lost." That means Game Seven in Houston probably not going to win that. And then, bam, Damian Lillard to the rescue. That was. There's insane. also uh, some videos online of the opposite of Houston Rockets fans watching, I've thinking they had it one, jumping up and down, cheering, thinking that it's going back to Houston, and then, oh, no, not happening. Rockets are done. No, and it's funny, too, because they weren't even mad at the Blazers. All the Rockets fans are just like, why would you leave them open? Why would you leave them open? Like, basically mad at their team. Yeah, for leaving, yeah. Uh, for leaving Damian Lillard open. Um, two other quick things. One, just because I think this is uh, kind of funny. So... The Brooklyn Nets were taking on the Toronto Raptors this weekend. They moved on in their series. They're going to take on the Miami Heat. But there's something else that's happening, and that is this. So Nets.com is not owned by the Brooklyn Nets. It is owned by uh, somebody else. It's owned by this guy who ended up uh, purchasing Nets.com. And this guy has has the URL fair and square. He got the URL. And I guess the last two weeks, he's been um, 
uh, redirecting the link to different places. He redirected it to the Toronto Raptors, their opponent mm. site for this last two weeks while they were playing the Brooklyn Nets. So you went to Nets.com, it went to the Raptors site. <laughs> now that they moved on, it now directs to the Miami Heat site. And I guess what this guy's been doing, he's been in negotiations with the Raptors, but he wants, or with the uh, Nets, excuse me, to sell the URL to them, but he wants uh, reportedly seven figures for it. And the Nets are refusing to give him seven figures. So as such, he's deciding to do whatever he wants to with it, which is directing it to their opponent's page. If he really wanted to get get, uh, dirty with it, he could probably direct it to some more more not safe for work sites. He has not done this yet. But nevertheless, uh, he does own Nets.com, and there's nothing they can do about it. So he's he said that he's going to reportedly hold out until they pay his seven figures. Hey, wow. You got you hey. snagged the URL. <laughs> That's true. It's just like that one day that the Dallas Cowboys site went, went I still up think for about grabs, that. Still and think we about weren't that. able to grab it. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, and finally in Ball Talk, there is this. This is something... It's kind of sports related, but I just thought it was cool that it's come out and that it's also kind of weird that somebody spent a lot of money on this uh, on this study. But it has to do with rock, paper, scissors, Sarah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. And there is uh, a group of Chinese researchers, researchers who have published a paper where they did a whole study tracking how players play rock, paper, scissors and if there are any tendencies. And they found out some ways that you might be able to cheat to win. Not okay. necessarily cheat, but understanding... Um, how people behave. So if you're doing multiple games in a row, when a player wins a game, like say they win with rock and their opponent had scissors, okay, um, they are more likely, they are third more likely to play with that same hand again for the next round. So if they won with rock, they're more likely to use rock again on the second round. All right. So if you lose a hand to somebody doing, uh, doing rock you're, and you're playing the next round with them, you should go to paper. Because it's most likely they're going to go with rock. See, again. but I don't know if you're like like you're laying the like laying the flooring here for having some epic like rock paper scissor thing. You're trying to give me all of like the wrong information. So no, that you it's totally not the wrong. Win and then I lose another bet or something. Well, I love how you think about me, but no, it's not. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying what it is that people are doing. However, if you lose, you are more likely to move to the next action in the sequence. Okay. So rock paper scissors. If you lose with paper, that person's most likely to move on to scissors. All right. So you, do you understand what I, I'm saying? I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is some knowledge you can use. Just throwing your knowledge around. The next time you play rock, paper, scissors, apparently <laughs> the Chinese uh, don't have much going on right now, so this is what they did their study on. Yeah, I've never heard of strategizing of rock, paper, scissors. No. It's pretty no. Um, interesting. You want one other tip here? Sure. So if it's a quick and dirty best out of three, this is what the article says, quick and dirty uh, best out of three tip for uh, for this Male players tend to throw rock the most often, followed by paper and scissors. So if it's a male you're playing against, they're most likely going to go rock. Okay. So know that. Go paper. Go paper to start off if you're going up against a male always opponent. Always go paper. So always be closing. Against a male opponent. All right. So does that something that you feel like you go toward? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. All right, well, let's play rock paper scissors. Let's okay. do it on the air. Right. This is uh, this is fantastic radio here. All right. One, two, three. One, two, three. This is this is bad. We're not <laughs> we doing both this. tied on We're both of those. Uh, but anyway, there we go. A little bit of information as to how you can win rock paper scissors. I think that's an important thing. It is. All right. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Now, did you call it rock paper scissors or Rochambeau when you were young? 
Uh, I called it Rock, Paper, Scissors, and then I switched to Rochambeau later on, but Rochambeau is also another kind of game where you uh, kick your opponent in the nuts. And so that's... Uh, what? I think that's kind of learned from South Park, where you Rochambeau, and then you just uh, cheat and you kick the other person. Oh, I have never heard that. I think I've that's where South I got Park. that from, was okay. from South Park. Yeah, Rochambeau. That's Then he just walks up and kicks Kenny in the nuts. <laughs> yep, that's... That's another way you can... So different meanings. Yeah. Okay, you I lose, get you. but you kind of <laughs> win, I guess. I'm not really sure. All right. Uh, let's, go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and do this. Let's play our interview with Emo Phillips. And before we do that, I just want to say a couple of things, too. Like, Emo Phillips, I remember him uh, the most, you know, for the first time that I ever found out who he was, was with his association with Weird Al. Because mm-hmm. uh, him and Weird Al are buddies. And with the movie UHF, which you have never... If you have never seen UHF... Weird Al Yankovic's UHF came out in the 80s, I believe 80s, maybe early 90s. It is a fantastic movie. And Emo Phillips it plays, it, plays a character in there. He plays the shop teacher who ends up, uh, spoilers, uh, <laughs> for a 20, 30-some-year-old movie, uh, ends up like cutting off, cutting off part of his hand, I think it was, or his fingers. It's hilarious. Um, Emo Phillips, though, was in that. And, and when we started this interview... Like just when I heard just when I heard his uh, his voice, like instantly I'm like, oh my gosh, man, I love that guy so much. Uh-huh. He's so awesome, and he's such a unique comedian, um, truly an original. There's nobody like Emo Phillips mm-hmm. out there. There nobody, and he's uh, he's in it. we did the interview and such a very nice guy, genuinely nice person. It was awesome, like very it, cool. It it was so neat. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who's seen and done it all. I mean, he's been through everything in comedy and he's been doing it for so long and uh, we're uh, fortunate to have him coming to town here this weekend for Bridgetown and we're going to talk about that with him so you'll you'll hear that stuff uh, but truly very very cool mm-hmm. very cool to have Emo Phillips on the show so why don't we do this let's go ahead and play our interview with Emo and then uh, we'll come back here in a minute with some more Fun Employment Radio Take them. All right, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And, of course, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival is coming up this week. And we have on the phone with us now, honestly, somebody who I have been a fan of for many years. Um, a huge, huge honor to have him with us right now, Mr. Emo Phillips. Hello, sir. Oh, thank you, Greg. What, thank you for the kind words. Oh, And he's not fibbing, Emo. He's been excited about this like the as as soon as it was announced that you were doing the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, I wasn't assuming he was fibbing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying, sir. No fibbing. Oh no, no. Maybe I have too much confidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, maybe, maybe most people have been fibbing to me. Maybe that should be my default assumption. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> If finding out now after all these years, I gotta, re- I gotta, I gotta. What's it called? Reformat <laughs> my entire existence. Well, okay, done. I'm okay. I've done it. You okay, through it. That was good. Awesome. That was. Ooh, you are a true I professional. Got a fast mind. <laughs> well, emo, you're gonna be here in Portland, and you've you've been to Portland before, haven't you? Well, the first time I worked Portland was 1984. Wow. And then the second time was 2012. <laughs> so a little bit of a gap there. I didn't think I was going to do it until 2049 again. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, then, and, we... and then they said, you want to do the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. I said, yeah, that's fine. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing two shows, and they're non-scripted. 
as opposed to nondescript. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, yeah, so they're both going to be complete improv. I was wondering if maybe you could tell us about about the show. There's there's one called Set List. Set List is um, y- you play a comedian, and I'm just going to be me. Uh, and they give you... It, it's... it's how can I say it? Because I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's something like improvising stand-up. Okay. And, and then the- set list I have, and then prompter is the next night, and that's where you improvise a TED talk. <gasps> that- oh, that is genius. Oh, thank you. I can't take credit for it, though. But you have, and I've done that in Los Angeles, which is where I live. What and- have you- Oh, what if well, you pretend you pretend Sarah? You're giving a TED talk, but you're a different person. You're not Sarah. Okay. You're Mrs. Uh, McGuire from the um, Nanotechnology Institute. Okay. <laughs> and, and then you and you say nanoparticles can improve our lives in in terms of whatever. Uh, in terms of throwing birthday parties. <laughs> okay, and then I, I stand by it and I tell everybody about how this is the truth. Yeah, but after about half a minute, see, the prompter goes down, and you have to, like, make up your own words. <laughs> and then maybe a minute later, it comes on again with what would it would have been at that point. And then you have to kind of keep doing it. It's, 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 you know what I'm saying? That is amazing. And that's happening Sunday at Bossa Nova uh, at 10 p.m. this yes, weekend. and Sabbath is a Saturday. Yep. And I'm very excited. Plus, I'll be walking around the festival a little bit, just enjoying the other comedians. Is there uh, anyone in particular you're especially excited to see? I, I, I don't play favorites, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg, don't that, put words in That did mouth. sound like I was trying to entrap you in something. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. no. I, I saw through your ploy. Ema, <laughs> <laughs> when are you getting into town? Are you going to be here for the whole weekend or just for like coming in for your shows? I'll be getting in Thursday evening around 2 p.m. Oh. So you'll have time to check out some other stuff then. I will have time to check out everything. (laughs) I will be suicidal by the end. (laughs) I will never want to see comedy for another six months. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have have some other shows, too, that you're doing around the country. Um, I know you're going up to, I think, Tacoma after Portland as well. Yes, I'm in Tacoma in August, and I'm in, at the Bloomington Comedy Festival in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm working uh, not with Patton Oswalt, but on the next night, mm-hmm. and and that's uh, in May, May 31st, and then I'm in Los Angeles doing some local shows, and... Uh, and you could go to emophillips.com, and there's clues. Okay, I'm to find it. <laughs> Follow the yeah, clues. I, I try to make it interesting for my fans. I oh, call them emophiliacs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't see- like to make it too easy for them. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, I, sir, am an emophiliac, so... It'll be difficult playing, playing uh, Portland uh, when it's... And especially Tacoma in August, because the weather is so nice. It's true. It's hard getting people into the club, you know, especially in the northern cities. 
Well, let me tell you, Emo, good news for you. You know why, though? Because it's, 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 it's miserable the rest of the year. <laughs> well, and then it's nice in the days where, you know, you spend your whole life, Sarah, trying to perfect your craft. And you get to this part and you realize your, your stiffest competition is a pleasant breeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, Emo, it is supposed to be bad weather all this weekend. So oh, you, you are in luck. Yes, it's oh, raining right you, now. Lord. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy, someone there loves me. <laughs> we, 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 we comedians, we're like farmers. You know, in terms of looking at the sky, there's farmers and sailors, but we beat them all. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a little breeze coming on on the northwest horizon, so Saturday second show will be a tad light. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, we will we be make, there. We make captains to... Huh? You'll be there? Oh, oh yes. Of course. We're not going to miss you. How will I recognize you? you? Please talk during my show. Okay, we'll talk loudly no. with our own voices so that we'll... <laughs> so, otherwise, I will never know you're in the audience. <laughs> then we'll know which ones you are. Well, but see, the thing is, we know who you are. So we can we can track you down, and then you don't have to worry about finding us. You know, I that's a horrible way to live. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I could survive that kind of vulnerability. I know, I just sounded like a total stalker. Yeah. I didn't mean you to. You did, yes. I, 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 just real, I just never realized how exposed I've been all this time. <laughs> Sarah- Everyone knowing my name and my not knowing theirs. <laughs> oh, gosh. We have- think of the ratio of how many more people know your name to you knowing other people's names. It's probably one to four. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have Facebook... <laughs> I just realized I was looking at the internet. I'm still on MySpace. It's still active. It's weird. It's like leaving a toy oven on. <laughs> yeah, I just realized we we were talking about that the other day that we both still have MySpace pages. It's it's bizarre. It's like looking into the past. It is very strange. Mine yeah. made me want to diet very much because it was like from my picture was from about seven years ago. It's a good motivational you know motivator. If oh, do you have to lose a little weight, Sarah? I do, emo. I do. Greg and oh. I have a thing called Operation Hot Summer where we're trying to lose weight to look good for the summer. Aw. Yeah. Well? Not everybody um, can have your amazing physique. Well, you know what my secret is, Sarah? I like to hike. Okay. What do you call those things? Uh, they, Oh, gosh, you're hiking, and they, they stick to you. It's hard to shake them off. Allegations of sexual molestation. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best Ooh. workout regimen I've heard of. It is. but you'll lose weight for the summer and if not you can always move to wisconsin (laughs) i'm a total i would be like a 12 in wisconsin (laughs) you would be like a 12 maybe maybe not that large of a size oh (laughs) maybe a 10 you'd be a 10 thank you thank you (laughs) yeah Well, emo. I haven't never seen you, Sarah, but you sound lovely. And if your appearance is anything like your voice, you're a knockout. Okay, <laughs> thank you. That's there the you go. Thing. There, that'll be. Well, that'll we be. shall see when I hunt you down this week. That sounds creepy. That That's sounds creepy. creepy. Yeah, yeah, you're you're selling past the clothes on that one, okay. Sarah. Well, thank you very much, and keep spreading emophilia. Uh, we we will. will indeed. Um, so, emo. And Phillips. If anyone ever gets confused, all they have to go is to emophillips.com. And that's emo Phillips either with and they could use they could spell it with two L's and uh and it'll still go to my site. Awesome. Nice. And I should have I should have emo Phillips with three L's in case any Walshman try to find me. <laughs> 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 Maybe. 
right, well, <laughs> emote. Thank you, emote. <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. Seriously, I just want to say, uh, honestly, you know, you're such a pioneer of comedy and such a part of everything that, that you know, some of my favorite things that I've ever seen are, are of yours. And so thank you so much for calling in. It's going to be awesome to see you at Bridgetown Comedy this weekend. Two different shows. People, go out and see Emo Phillips. Thank you. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Emo. <laughs> thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, live listeners, so that's where we're going to be playing Emo Phillips. Awesome. Most of you probably already heard. Yes. Um, we didn't want to tease that on Facebook or Twitter or anything because we weren't entirely sure. You know, you never know. We didn't want to get Norm McDonalded. <laughs> yeah, 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 or Adam Carolla the first time. Yeah. He did, Adam Carolla did end up calling back he in. Had a, he had some follow-through, at least. Yeah, he, he did follow-through. Um, somewhere I still have an apology uh, voice message from Adam Carolla. I know you do. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to that for something. Uh, but Emo did call in, and it was it was very cool. So I'm sure most of you already heard the interview. If not, it'll be on the podcast, so you can hear it from there. Uh, and tomorrow, so you know, for live listeners who are in, listening right now, uh, Hurry Kondabulu is scheduled to call in at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll have Adam Posse on the show tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Very, very cool. And this is going to be happening all, all, all week. All week. We don't know what's going to happen anytime. This is the advantage of being a live listener. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, all right. With that- So I'm going to play the ID, and then we're going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come back, and um, yeah, we'll go from there. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Emo Phillips. Did you like my how I snuck in that Operation Hot Summer thing? Yes. Which I did ride my bike a lot this weekend. Yeah. Uh, wait, you did? I, I rode it a little bit. Well, wait, it was kind of raining. I tried to ride it, and it was pretty rainy. Uh, so I did as much as I could. Well, all right. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to catch up. Okay. Because, uh, of course... Operation Hot Summer with our very special sponsor, the Bike Gallery. Bike Gallery. BikeGallery.com, which you can use the offer Fun14 to get a discount on your order. And they have uh, six locations here in the Portland area and an entire online store where you can order stuff and have it shipped or order it and go pick it up. Yeah, in order store. it and pick it up. So like pick it out and then just go there and grab it. Either either way. Either way. But yeah, you can have it shipped wherever you are. So if you are a listener from not in the Portland area, have it shipped there too. And they have been fantastic. And uh, it's it's really really cool having bike gallery on board they have so many different amazing things from its clothes to bikes to parts to to, bags to bags to if you need your uh if you need your bike fixed they have everything they're if you need a squishy bike seat i've 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 actually bought a new bike seat for my bike because i wasn't it wasn't as comfortable and so i got one that's that's more fit for my comfort yeah well that's good because you don't have comfort. to commit, yeah, you don't have to commit to, uh, like, any, like, bikes are so fun because you can basically piece them together and make it work for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. A seat to fit your seat. No, maybe that's not a good, would that be wow. a win? Probably not. Yes, sell, Greg, that, that shouldn't be the selling point? I'm yeah. not really sure. Well, I think that, that's pretty much the truth, though. Okay, well, I mean, it kind of is. And also, one of the other uh, fantastic things for Bike Gallery that I've talked about this before is how they have great customer service. Portland is a biking town, and there's a lot of, you know, and, and the, with that, it's great, and there's a lot of shops. There are um, lots of bike shops. Lots of bike shops. Not all bike shops have the best customer service. I've talked about uh, before my experience going into one that's near where I live that was um, really bad customer service. The guy was just a jerk. Mm-hmm. And going to Bike Gallery, I before they even became a sponsor, that's where I found to go to because I don't know everything about him. You know, I, I know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to make a bike work, yeah. like the, the individual parts or what's going wrong on anything. And I can go there and just talk to them and they're nice and they don't treat you like an idiot, even if... 
you know, I might have asked dumb questions. I don't it's know. Okay. But they didn't no treat dumb me questions. like I did. Greg, only dumb people. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's truly, truly great, uh, great store. Great, great uh, cool. sponsor. So yep, so Bike you can Gallery. find out more about them, bikegallery.com. Yes. All of their locations, all of the info that you need. Absolutely. And Greg, we do have a birthday today. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. So we'd like to give a super special happy birthday shout out. We need to kind of say it quietly in case you can hear through the walls. Okay, so to explain this, um, of course, we broadcast here out of our studio in Southeast Portland. And we have, uh, there's there's some other fine businesses in this building, including our next door neighbors who we do share a wall with. It's soundproofed, but I think you can still kind of hear. You can hear a little bit. You can hear a little bit. And they listen to the show. And we need to give a happy birthday. Tahana. Tahana. From uh, from Brahim. No, he he asked us like a week and a half, two weeks ago. And we're like, all right, Brahim, you just have to remind us so that we remember. <laughs> and and we actually remembered. Yes. So I think your birthday was yesterday. So, yes. Hannah, happy late birthday. He told us like weeks in advance and we totally forgot. So it's a day late, but it's just a special. So you get to, does she get uh, an added birthday rule where she gets to extend it for a okay, day? Okay, per birthday rules, um, yes, technically birthday rules, if your birthday falls on a Sunday, you celebrate on a Saturday, but because we're giving her the shout out today instead of Friday, per birthday rule code 759C, this would allow her, uh, through an exception, to have an extra day to celebrate her birthday. Happy birthday, Hannah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. All right. All right. I think we've done. Uh, I think we've done a show. I think today. we've. I, I think we've had a, a think, lot I going think this on. It's been a damn good show. It has been a damn fine show. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, coming up later on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Drive Time at the Drive-In. Drive Time at the Drive-In. Where Aaron Graham will have his guest uh, Matt Grigsby. Awesome. Matt Grigsby is an awesome. Illustrator. Yes, he is. An artist. Artist in general. Artist. Artiste. Artiste. We actually have uh, one of his pieces hanging in our green room. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Which, by the way, I cleaned the hell out of for Bridgetown Week. That's good. Brought in the vacuum, scrubbed down everything. It's looking good to go. It's all sparkly in there, Greg. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is indeed sparkly. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Yes, and for people asking about World of Crazy, I'm going to have a super duper World of Crazy tomorrow. Maybe. Have it. Yes. Sure. Yep. Tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow's going to be crazy too. Well, it doesn't matter. Crazy goes along with crazy. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There's that always room sense. for crazy here. It does make sense. It does. Why? I, no. I speak the sense. You really are crazy today. Takes one to know one. I think we both are. Oh, Just possible. on different plateaus of crazy. Okay. Well, that's entirely possible. That's exactly um, what's happening. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com. And if you would like to subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network, the buttons are right there. You can do so if you choose. Uh, or just download the podcast and tell all of your friends. And so we're going to be posting this up. Uh, obviously, you're listening via podcast. You've heard it. Share it with friends. Share it out there. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it was really cool. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Go to bridgetowncomedy.com to find out info about everything and pick up a pass. And if you're going to be going this weekend too let us know when and where you're going to be because we're going to be out and about during the entire oh yeah thing. we'll be wandering around the entire time yeah. so just let us know where you'll be and we'd love to say hi yeah and wear your fun employment radio gear oh well that would be that would be awesome, awesome. yes that would be so cool to walk in and like see the coolest thing ever fun employment radio shirts and uh did i tell you i chased somebody down in uh, fred meyer the other day and i was super excited because i saw fun employment radio hoodie and i ran out i saw them from a distance i'm like oh, who is that person I'm like i don't i don't care if they like just only vaguely know who we are i'm gonna go and thank them for wearing the sweatshirt and i ran around the store and womp womp it was Kenny. Oh, it was Kenny B. <laughs> it was Kenny. <laughs> it's like, oh. but, he was, but we don't live in the same neighborhood, so it was weird. I was like, "What are you doing?" Here? He's like, "I was just up my game." Something like, "Oh, okay." 
Kenny. I'm like, well, thanks for wearing the sweatshirt, Kenny. Thanks for the disappointment, thanks, Kenny. <laughs> thanks, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Kenny's doing a lot of hard work for yeah, us behind is. the oh, scenes. Kenny's awesome. Yes. All right. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much. And we, of course, will be back as usual tomorrow. Tomorrow with a jam-packed show. Another jam-packed gym. And I'm saying too many. I've used hey, up Greg, too many words Greg, today. We, we interviewed Emo Phillips. Today. I know. It's so ah! awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Look up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.